0: On. What? I didn't turn on the recorder. Shut the fuck up. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not starting over.
2: All right. Oh uh, no, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Let's see how we're we in for. Half hour. No fucking way, really. One o'clock. Oh, it's been, it's been 12 minutes. minutes. 12 minutes? <laughs> okay, so
0: just. <laughs>
1: Dude. All right, hold on. Let's I just... almost got super mad. <laughs> it was like a half an hour. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: That's embarrassing. Okay, we're going to just start with that. What are we starting with? With Sasha <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to OU Radio. The intro was Kendrick Lamar's humble
1: song, but we're not going to play it right now. That was really um, cute and sweet at the beginning. You because yeah. Sasha didn't press record. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Lee was crushing it. Oh um, my god. So none wow. of that, the homeless stuff,
2: none of it? None of the homeless stuff. Yeah, I was actually thinking, I was like, wow, I actually like doing this show still. And, yeah.
1: then, and then you didn't record it.
2: Well, you know. That's fine. You
1: <laughs> well, at least you guys didn't get that burp. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't get the
0: burp, thankfully. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to All You Radio. I'm Johnny McKean <laughs> with us in studio, sadly, upsettingly, <laughs> Sasha Bloom. Bell. Yeah. And our, our featured man of the week, Jacob Lee. Hey! he's uh he's performing it at... uh-huh.
2: oh you're
1: playing it now <laughs> yeah. maybe you need to stop getting high and doing that
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's a sad world out there it's tough okay.
0: welcome back to Ole Ute radio <laughs> 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 i don't even know where to begin um this is uh, a first for the first time in the history of Ole Ute radio we uh, uh we um we lost half of our recording so back to where no, we, we were. No, we didn't lose it. I didn't record it. There's a big difference, Johnny.
1: Well, you lost the opportunity to record. So
0: with us in studio, comedian Jacob Lee. Hey,
1: what's up, people? Yeah.
0: Jacob Lee, famous uh, for the internet. Uh, where can they find you
1: for the for the Utah? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm proud. I'm proud to be like uh, well known in the state that I've grew, grew up in.
0: Yeah, you've definitely created a real following recently. Because I I I remember I, I've. When uh, uh you took your Chuck Norris photo, mm-hmm. I was sitting here. I was very proud. I got like a hundred likes. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, this is great! You know, this is this is cool. You know, I'm really doing something." Yeah. Go over to your page. A thousand. Yeah. In like three hours. Yeah, they love Chuck Norris. Yeah, they really do, man. Yeah.
1: No, I got I got a pretty good following, and uh, they're, it's like they're not generous with the likes. Like a lot of people think they are, and it's like, nope, no, they're not. Like they they'll like something that's good. And they're there when something's good. But it's like, if I post something that's garbage, it's like, oh, I only got 100 likes on that. Ugh. Like, it's weird. Like, how, like. Yeah. Because like, I used to use Facebook just to, like, promote and write jokes and throw jokes out there. So, like, before when I didn't have a big following, it was like, if I got, like, 20 to 30 likes on a joke, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this on stage. And then now I got this following and I got this, this great fan base who are amazing to me and when i post a joke out there and if it's like good it'll it'll get like yeah. something like a thousand likes and then i go oh i'm going to do that on stage so I, I did it on stage and then this girl in the crowd goes you posted that on Facebook. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Well, I guess when it gets a lot of likes, um, I can't tell it on stage. So if if it gets like a hundred, I go okay, I can tell that on stage because nobody's going to pay attention to it.
0: So it's fascinating to me because I have a real like hard time with uh, the Facebook and the posting because like I feel weird. Like I feel like I have to like maybe modify what I'm saying in order to suit a larger crowd. Do you feel like you have to do that?
1: No, I just uh, like I was going b- before like I got this following. Uh, like I was going through like a really hard time, and I realized like, like I was trying to make my life better. Like I was losing weight. I was trying to be more positive, and I was just trying to like, like not hate myself as much. So like I was slowly going through like this process, and then I was dating somebody, and then she broke my heart. I was like, the world? And then I was like, how about I just like switch it? Like I'm in control of this. I'm in control of what I'm thinking. I can do whatever I want. So I was like, when I start working out, when I start losing some weight. Uh, I started writing positive stuff, like, every yeah. morning. Because it was just, like, me, I was going through something. And, I, like, and like, a lot of comics were like, yeah. when people post shit like that, they're going through shit. It's like, no shit, you <laughs> dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, you figured it out. I'm going through a hard time right now. I'm trying to stay positive, And you're going to bash me for it. Cool. Did, I Go remember. back and crawl in your fucking tunnel, you piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I remember when he started posting positive stuff. I'm like, is he trolling? And then I'm like, no, no. but he is really positive. I'm like, he...
1: Is yeah, going to kill was, himself. Like, no, it was like a, yeah, it was a huge thing. Like a yeah. lot of people were just like, really like, who is this? Like, who hacked your account? What's going on? It's just like, no, man. It was like, I realized that I never got anywhere by being negative. Like, all I would do is just dig myself deeper and deeper into a hole, and then I was just, oh, just like, why me? Like, why fuck? Like, fuck everybody. And it was just the worst attitude to have. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, screw it. I'm going to do this. So I started doing that. I started seeing the positive in everything. I started looking at things in a different light, and then. I was doing that and then people were starting to like get on board with it and then mm-hmm. more people were just like I love it like I love like I love waking up and seeing like your positive post and blah 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 and like I needed that today thank you and like I'll still do them now like if I'm ever having a hard time you're like yeah I'll post something to try to keep myself like hey be humble where you're at what you're doing it's a process it's a thing and then and then I made that one video about driving in Utah and then like overnight it just was like boom and then from there I was like I got to keep going with this. Because
2: you got hundreds of thousands of hits, right?
1: Yeah, that first one, it got like fifty thousand views in like a few hours. Wow. So it was, was a
2: real viral video. Yeah. No, yeah,
1: it, it it got shared over eight it was like eight point nine thousand times. Like you beautiful people of Utah. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, guys were just like, I've been waiting for somebody <laughs> to talk about this. But yeah, it was just and I didn't like and when I when I filmed it I just felt like the biggest like goober. Like I just felt so stupid. Like I was like I'm in a truck talking to myself recording it i was like this is this is stupid but it was something that i wanted to talk about and something i was heated about that day so when i recorded it i sent it to a friend and then she was like oh my god that's the funniest thing i've ever seen you should edit it together and just put put it on facebook and i was like okay thinking nothing of it yeah and then when i posted it people started commenting like oh my god that's so true i had like like 30 likes and like in a matter of minutes. I was like, oh my God.
2: Like, and oh. so is it the young girls that start doing this? Cause I've been kind of taught and learned that it's the young girls that really push uh social media.
1: Uh it could be, but I have like a like my my fan base is like people will comment on my stuff and go, My twelve year old kid loves your shit. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like what am I talking about that the twelve year old likes? Like, but then I also realize I do a lot of Snapchat stuff where I'm just being a goof on Snapchat. And I was like, that's probably the stuff that they're liking. So it's like my like, demographic is, like, young kids up into, like, like I don't I don't know if there's a cap, but there's, like, you know, and that never around bothered my you? age and older. No, it was, like, weird at first. Like, I was, like, wow, young people are, are like, so I, I, I'm, i like, maybe I shouldn't swear as much. Yeah. And then I'm, like, fuck it. And then <laughs> just how I talk. I don't know. I'm an idiot. Because
2: I did the complete wrong thing. Like, when I used to work at iHeart all the time, mm-hmm. these super mega pop girls would come up, and I would just take creepy ginger photos with them. Yeah. And so, like, I would go to two to three hundred likes on Twitter and stuff like that, and then I'd start getting followed by fourteen and fifteen year old girls, mm-hmm. and I would never follow them. I wouldn't interact with them. I was like, dude, I'm a creepy thirty year old guy. I if their dad saw me interacting with their daughter, he'd shoot me. Yeah,
1: yeah. and see, I just
2: backed away and never did it again.
1: Yeah, see, I, I've gotten weird about that too, because like uh, on my Facebook, I say happy birthday to everybody, and I and I've done this before I even got a following. Like, yeah, I just. I was just like, why not? Like, I yeah. like people to tell me happy birthday. Why shouldn't I tell people I'm friends with happy birthday? Absolutely. I do the so, same thing, yeah. yeah. so I do it every every day. Unless, and the only time I don't do it is if Facebook doesn't tell me because I don't remember. Like, when, fa- <laughs> when Facebook's like, hey, it's 14 people's birthday today, I'm like, oh, well, you're all getting a happy birthday. Yeah. So I used to say, like, happy birthday and shit for, like, years. <laughs> That's, like, all I would say. And then, like, there was years where uh, people started to go, like, now people are like, you said that last year. I'm like, oh, I think it's time to change it now. Yeah. But, like, there's some people on my friends list that I noticed that I'm friends with that are, like, like 15 or 17. I'm like, is that weird if I say happy birthday to them? Like, like I started, like, yeah. like I'm just, yeah, yeah. like, happy birthday. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. It was, like, weird for me. So, like, I didn't for a long time. And then I was like, whatever. I'm, like, a public figure. They're a fan. So, yeah, why not? Maybe, like, if I said happy birthday to them. Because some people, like, will freak out. Yeah. And it still blows my mind to like to this day. People just be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you said happy birthday to me. It totally made my day." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm like, "You made my day. Like it's your day, but like it's my day now." So sorry. It, it almost seems to me like the success of
2: your online presence is because you're fully invested in it. One hundred
1: percent. Yeah, yeah I genuine. Yeah. I see a lot yeah. of people
2: like me. I'm half-assed into it. Like sometimes I'll comment on people. Sometimes I'll say thank you when they comment, mm-hmm. and that's my extent of it. And so why would you want to get super involved with someone that? doesn't really give a shit as well with you hey you're you're living your life in this platform that's kind of cool
1: yeah but i i don't always respond on facebook because sometimes like i just i don't know what to say yeah so like if if something like like jumps out at me like i'll like it you know or i'll comment back or if they say something funny i'll like it or i'll laugh or i'll say something funny back you know so it's like it just depends and 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 like how fast like the comments come in like sometimes i can't even keep up with it and then plus like i'm still have a life like i still go and you know stare at the wall and stuff i'm really busy (laughs) but
0: (laughs) so do do you find yourself having to think of like content to post or is it just more like hey this is what i'm up to check it out
1: yeah it's 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 just like that uh i think i've been thinking about backing off on videos lately because like like i don't know ever since they switched the platform of like how the videos are now uh like i feel like people aren't watching them and that i'm just saying that because maybe the content i'm putting out isn't that good (laughs) what
0: what about facebook live i noticed you don't do a lot with that
1: i never do that i don't know why i don't i don't know i don't know what i would talk about like i'm always just lately because like i've just been sitting at home a lot yeah so it's just i don't want to be like hey uh i know like this angle looks weird because you've seen like 40 minutes on snapchat already so (laughs) So it's like I, i just i don't know i never i never use it I think I'd use live if, like, something crazy was happening in front of me. Yeah, or like breaking was, like, news getting, or something. Yeah, or if, like, I was getting yelled at by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, some lady, like, freaked out. I'd be like, oh, here you go. You know? But other than yeah. that, I'm just like, mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like Facebook Live's kind of intrusive sometimes. Like, it just pops up in your feed, and it's, like, it's some guy I'm not even friends with that I knew from, like, high school, and I'm like,
1: I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah, some of them, because um, I, like, the majority of my fan base are women, So, a lot of the the live stuff that pops up is, like, they'll do, like, a makeup Mm -hmm. tutorial thing. So, like, I don't know. I never, like, I'll watch some of the live stuff. Like, it just depends. But most of the time, like, when I get a notification, it's, like, over.
2: So, do you enjoy watching makeup tutorials?
1: Yes. It's a huge thing of mine. (laughs) No, I was just, I don't know.
0: That's just, you're just supporting. Just
1: supporting. I don't know. I try to, like, I, I, like, I, like, scroll through Facebook, and I have a lot of people that, you know, that are fans, and then it's, like, a mixture of, like, fans friends and family on my facebook that's why i never switched mine like a lot of people ask like how come i didn't switch mine to a page yeah you know like a like a fan page or a page like that so i was thinking about it so i could just put everybody on there so if more people came across my page they'd be like oh he's an entertainer it's not just like some facebook page and i think that's why maybe my my following hasn't gotten bigger because like if you go look you at like tap these out, yeah. yeah well if you well like you can follow my page like my page is like uh like 12,000 people follow it and then i have 5,000 friends which i get deleted like a lot and it kind of hurts my feelings but whatever you guys are dicks <laughs> <laughs> see i'm <laughs> I was, like fine i was like lose one i was like there's uh, another fan that would love to be there so whatever so can
2: you capitalize on this or on facebook yeah in terms of uh sending your videos that got like to club owners in different states and different cities
1: yeah but the most of the videos that have gotten big are just the ones about utah so it's mm. like if i send those somewhere else they're like well this is connecticut nobody cares you
0: that's know? an interesting point you know, i can know, see that yeah but that's
1: why everybody's telling me to like branch out and like try to do new things and that's why i've done other stuff like when i went to los angeles i made a video about driving in los angeles while i was driving literally in los <laughs> angeles so it's just like I've, I've branched out and i've done that thing but it's just like the majority of my family my fan base that i have on my Facebook is is Utah, so if you know if I make a good joke that like is relatable, people will, will like it. But if I make a joke about Utah or what's going on here, it's just like boom, like people are like yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's just like, so it's like I could either keep feeding into Utah, which I love Utah, and I was like, why did I why have I never not talked about it before? I, I don't know because I was always like, oh, don't talk about Utah because if you travel, then yeah, you know, like, those jokes aren't going to mean shit anywhere else. So that's what kept me away from talking about Utah until I talked about Utah and then I got this following. So it's like, I think it kind of just happens when it happens. But, like, I'm trying to make it bigger. I'm trying to make it better. I'm trying to do more things. But it's like, I'm not known enough to, like, be a traveling comic. Like, Like, Utah knows who I am. Yeah. And then, like, a bunch of, like, people scattered through the United States know who I am. Like, I got fans in, like, Seattle, Oregon, like, Arizona, some on the East Coast. Like, I got recognized in... I went to California, like, this last summer, and I was in Corona, California. You know where that is? Yeah. It's, like, just outside Los Angeles. Hanging out with a friend at, like, a restaurant she works at. I got recognized by a couple. They're like, hey, you're that Utah guy. I'm like, how the fuck did you find that? Wow. Yeah, they're just like, oh, well, we have ties to Utah. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. (laughs) So it's like, I have, like, people scattered throughout the United States and mostly Utah. And, like, I love... I love that I got big here because I can't remember who said it. I think it was, like, Jay Moore or somebody said it. Like, get get famous in your hometown, yeah, then Jay move. Moore. So get famous in your hometown, then move. Well, I got famous here, so I'm looking to move to Los Angeles to, like, okay, well, this is when I start over. This is when I do something.
2: Seems like like the Dan Soders and Jay O'Gerson's and all those types of guys, which are, like, the next tier above you, mm-hmm. the, the way that they found – because they you – know, and they own bigger, a bigger city than you guys yeah. coming up. But they – latched on to a national touring comic. Yeah. Jim Norton the way he got made was he went with uh the Hickory Dickory Dock guy and was his open act. Yeah. 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 And so have you made relationships in Salt Lake where you can be like, "Hey, can I get on your tour or your West Coast tour or something like that?"
1: See, I've made a lot of like like friends with like a lot of bigger mm-hmm. name comics, but it's like every time that like I've ever like seen that they're traveling. They already have somebody that they've traveled with.
2: Do you have to wait for them to ask you, or do you? Like, have to I ask feel them? like
1: that's what it is. Like, I feel like they have to see you and they have to like you and go, "Okay, I'm going to take yeah, you." Yeah, that's with me. the mm-hmm. tricky part because they're so, not a corporation. Yeah, because because right. yeah. like. My mom, like my mom, is so <laughs> my mom is so ridiculous about comedy. Like she loves that I'm doing it. She supports me 100. percent But she says the dumbest shit to me. She goes, "Why don't you just call Oprah? Yeah, yeah. let me just get on there. What's, what's her What's her name in my phone again? Oh yeah, Oprah. It's right here, mom. I'm gonna go ahead and call her. Like, no, just call Oprah. Like and just get on her show. Have it's you like, tried? Weird how <laughs> but it's just like do
0: you have an agent
1: or anything like i that? have no agent i have no representation so everything i get booked is just straight through me yeah so my thing is the stuff that i'm like trying to think about it's like i need to get national attention somehow and i think like that's how you get an agent or if i move to la that's how i'm going to get an agent you know like if, if i get seen i get noticed and i'll be like hey i'm in la and then if somebody in somewhere like i talked to um what's his name uh barry katz a lot he's yeah. a big agent in los angeles
0: jay moore's agent
1: yeah 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 he uh he used to represent chris rock when he was like 18
0: yeah but, he represented dane cook whitney cummings uh-huh. dave chappelle yeah he's yeah, yeah.
1: so like i talked to him a lot like not a lot but like we email back and forth like a lot and i've shown him stuff and he's just like the like he, just typical la like I, i've seen i've shown him stuff and he goes why'd you send me that oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go be over here until I find something cool to do. So it's So like, it's like I get, like, it's hard. I'm trying to do it, but it's like I feel like if I got on, like, like if they did Last Comic Standing and I got on Last Comic Standing and I did well, like, I think that, like, I need some kind of national attention to where, like, people would see me and then if some agent or somebody saw me and then they looked me up and they go, well, his Facebook has this, his Instagram's building, his Twitter's building. He's doing something. Let's help them make the momentum, you know, because yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to do it on my own. And I've been trying to I've been doing it for seven years. So to get this break in 2016 has like been like a fucking godsend of like, oh, my God, like people are finding me. They know who I am. They love me. Like I walk around Utah and people like will just be like, oh, I'm fangirling right now. Can I take a picture? I'm like, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, Please. you can. <laughs> like, why? Like, why would I ever say no? Like, I got into this to make people happy. And, you know, it makes me feel happy to make them happy. Like, like that's why I hate when you meet people.
2: You don't hear that perspective a lot from comics or never. a lot of entertainers. Yeah. Yeah, it's always about, it's not even about them. It's just, yeah, go on stage. Okay, why are you on stage? What is your goal? Why are you doing this? And then over time they'll start to trickle out, but you almost never hear it's because I want to I be happy and make people happy. And I'm here to do this, to do that. You don't yeah. hear that a lot.
1: Yeah, see, I, I do it because I love it. Like, I yeah. love it. I love the way, like, like I don't I don't know how to say it, but it's just like I like, the impact that I have on a person is, like, the coolest thing ever to me. Like, when I could, like, say happy birthday to somebody and they flip, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I've never had that in my entire life. You know what I mean? Like, like I was never, like, the popular kid. I was never like, oh, this is the, the crazy cool guy. I was just like, this is the kid that doesn't shut up. And then now people are like, I love it. So, like, when I go out, like, when I went to Jason Aldean this last summer, like, I couldn't even watch the show because I got, I I legit got recognized, like, every five feet. People were like, oh, my God. And I was just like, yeah, let's take a picture. Like, yeah, for sure. So, like, I didn't even care. And then all of them apologized. They're like, I'm sorry. You probably get sick of this. I'm like, no. I was like, seeing you happy to meet me is the coolest thing ever because I've been that person that has met somebody that who I love. I'm like, oh, my God, that's David Spade. Can I take a picture with you? Oh, you're a dick? Cool. I'm going to take a picture with you anyways. And you're an asshole
2: yeah. yeah, I've watched you do it, and I've watched girls clam around you, and it's and as much as I was teasing you with other people, like oh look at Jacob Lee, he's so cute, you know, yeah. it's really cool to watch because yeah, you generally really cool. enjoy it. I where, do enjoy yeah. it.
1: I do enjoy it, and like a lot of people go, like, well, it probably gets annoying. It's like, yeah, it probably will get annoying if like everywhere I went that happened. Like I could see it, it's like, oh shit, I can't go there because you know it's like Bieber can't go to anywhere without a crowd running to it. Yeah. Him. See, like, that would just be – its just over. that would be so overwhelming. But, like, I'm – But like, you can't low... go
2: punching him and stuff like that. No, like, no, no, no. Like, he's kind of – like, I always thought I, – I don't think he's very talented. Mm-hmm. But I think that his gimmick is very talented mm-hmm. in terms of just the marketing and the writing that they've done and, you know, the Calvin Klein stuff. He's an industry. It. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I always thought, five years ago, I would have said, yeah, this guy's going to be around for 40 years. Like, he's going to have that audience, and it's, he's going to grow up with that audience. Yeah. But the way he's going, I don't I he don't knows. think so. See,
0: I would disagree with that. I was skeptical about his l- the longevity of his career, but then when his new album, Purpose, came out, I'm like, oh, okay, he could be here for a while.
2: Yeah, but if you keep hitting people. That's when I became a fan. And yeah. you keep, um, I mean, he might get kicked well, out of the country somebody. the way he's going. He hits yeah.
1: somebody, but is it is it too late to say sorry? <laughs>
2: uh. (laughs) (laughs) that's why they pay him the big part
1: (laughs) but yeah like i i i like it
2: and have you taken advantage of um and not taken advantage of but have you been like oh this girl is really hot like i should give her
1: well i've dated like dating here has been like hard for me because like a lot of girls would just be like i don't want to say a lot because that sounds they get intimidated well well, yeah certain girls well it's like i i'll like i'll meet a girl or like a girl will like i'll meet a girl to show or like somewhere and i've dated like like kind of like hung out and dated a couple girls like in this past year and then i've noticed that like like it's all the same thing like like i'll be all about them and i like them and we're talking and we're we're like maybe we're maybe we'll start dating and like be like boyfriend girlfriend and then a lot of them just go well, like when they come to a show after and they're like, we're a kind of a thing. We're seeing each other now. So after a show, the majority of my fan base are women. And then they see that and then they get intimidated. Like I've had girls straight up go, I, I can I could never date you. Why? Because I, I don't want to compete with all the ladies on your Facebook. I'm like, what is there to compete with? Yeah. Like, I'm not like, I'm a coming, lot of people want a simple life. I'm
2: yeah. well, then yeah.
1: don't date a comic that has like a name or yeah. like that's like popular in utah you know what i mean like no attraction is a tough thing just get just date a normal dude i don't know like i'm still like a normal guy like i still have a day job i don't make tons of money off of facebook and you know like comedy and stuff like i make like i make good money now off facebook or comedy because like the following that i've got and like a lot of people want to see me so i'm doing more shows and i've traveled and i've done all these other things but it's like i still I, i can't live comfortable off comedy so i'm still in that grind of like people know who i am but m- now I have more of like a leg up. Yeah. You know, so like I have this following, I have this army behind me who is just like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of got mad on April Fool's because I, I, I posted my. <laughs> oh, <it's not> <laughs> I posted How a dare joke. You. Yeah, I posted a joke saying that I was thinking about quitting comedy. You should. Yeah. Yeah, so many people. It was just funny. It was like, it was like the first time to watch like uh, other comics actually like my stuff. Yeah,
0: right? Yeah, I was like, oh, you're so clever.
1: Oh, you loved it. Oh, you're so cute. I'm never going to comedy, cocksucker. Get out of here.
0: I, I don't – I've talked to a lot of comedians, and you love comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're one of the few people who I could sit and we could just talk straight up about comedy for, like, two hours.
1: I won't shut up about comedy. You really won't. And I've, and I've like, hung out with girls and, and like um, – like, you know, girls will be like interested and be like, oh, he's cute. He's funny on stage. I wonder if he's funny off stage. And then, you know, like I'll start seeing a girl and then like they'll talk about com- like well, they'll bring up comedy and then I won't shut up. And then I, j- I realize I'm like, was I just talking for like an hour about comedy? And they're like, no, I love it. Like, I love to see like the passion in you. I'm like, well, it's there. Like, I love it. Like, it's it's the only thing in my life that has ever made sense. You know, like like this is why I was here. It just took me so long to find it. Like, I didn't start doing comedy till I was 25. I'm 32 so wow that's really late yeah no it's super late but uh the thing that gives me hope is i go seinfeld started when he was 25 (laughs) but i'm not as funny as seinfeld but he also started when he was 25 but now it's just like it's a different it's a different world in comedy because i can post all these funny videos and i can do all these things the only thing that's going to make it bigger is if people like it and share it that's the only thing like i can't make it big i made the thing i had fun making the thing that's all i can do I can do that. I can put it out there. The people that are gonna make me famous are the, are them fans. Like people always bitch about that "Catch Me Outside" girl. Like, oh screw that girl. I can't believe she's getting all this shit. It's like you guys made her famous. Like, why are you bitching about that?
2: Oh no, this. I think it was a plan. It could
1: have been, yeah. But it's like, but it's also like, that's how people get big. It's like yeah. people who share it, are people who talk about it, people who do that. It's just like that's it's crowdsourced. It is. Like, yeah, like it's like yeah. people come up to me like because my joke last year, uh, everybody thought I was gonna be on Ellen.
0: <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that. Yeah. So
1: I, I did an April Fool's joke saying I was going to be on Ellen. And then I, when, yes. yeah, when everybody found out it was fake, like people got pissed, like legit got mad. They're like, well, I want to see you on Ellen. I'm like, well, help me. <laughs> like, You guys have the power. I have what? Twelve thousand followers and then five thousand friends. Like if all of those people really wanted to see me do something, they would all, you know, be there to like th- I have like a huge support system and people are great. And my fans like I love them. They're the sweetest people. Like, they're so nice to me. Like, even, like, when I get, like, messages in my inbox, like, I can't keep up with it sometimes. So sometimes I'm just, like, ha, ha overwhelming. Just don't look at it. So, like, I, I can't respond to some stuff. But, like, if, like, somebody, like, it's just, like, if you say something that jumps out at me and you're genuinely being nice or, or, like, paying me a compliment, like, yeah, I'll take time out of my day and do the same thing. But it's, like, like some people, like, I don't get, a, like, a lot of, like, a hate mail. I don't get a lot of that because I, I just feel like. I don't talk about anything that's like controversial or like, you know, I'm not like, fuck Trump or fuck whatever. like I'm just like, yeah, I'm just an idiot. Like, I want to have fun and make fun of stupid shit and just see people happy to see me. Like, to see people get excited to see me, it, like, it's still, it like, it blows it blows my mind. And
2: that all came from you one day or one month deciding that you needed to become a positive person, right?
1: I needed to change my life. Yeah. And I did. Because I used to...
2: That's a neat story.
1: Yeah, and I've never really talked about it before. This is actually, like, the first time. But, like, yeah, it, it started... It all started in... It's been, like, a four-year process. Like, because you guys know, like, I used to have, like, a big old beard, and I was, like, heavy. Yeah. yeah. So I was, like, depressed. I, like, drank every day, and I was just, like...
2: You are different I, I, on the mic. You've been on our show a couple of times, and I remember, geez, three years ago or so, you are very quiet on the mic. It's like, almost, we had to pry from you, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, fuck, dude, have your own show. Oh, yeah, I won't shut up. Like, I won't won't shut up. It's just,
1: like, I I look at life, like, completely different. Like, it's, it's, it's great. Because I look at where I was, and what I was doing, and, like, how, like, big I was. Like, because I was, like, 230 pounds, and now I'm, like, uh, 180, but I gained 10 pounds. (laughs) It's wintery. So, like, yeah. So, I've gained, like, 10 pounds in the past, like, couple months, but... But it's, like, I saw what I was doing, and I saw, like, my comedy, and I looked at, like, my old books, and I was, like, looking at jokes, and then, you know, just the way I talked and just how I was and how I interacted with people It's just, like... Were you losing friends, girlfriends, stuff uh, like that? Like, I had a... I was dating a girl uh, when I was that big, and me and her are, like, best friends now. But, like, she was there for me at, like, my lowest time. It's just, like, I had, like, uh, a girl who I was seeing... And then me and her broke up because she cheated on me and got pregnant, which she still denies to this day. Yeah, Oof. so that's when like I started drinking. That's when I was just like, whatever, and I just couldn't feel like deal with the pain, kind of thing. So like I I just took this dark road, and then I just kept going down this dark road. And then it wasn't until I saw myself uh, like I got sick in Jamaica when I went to Jamaica like four or five years ago, and I was two hundred thirty pounds on the beach. I had this big old nasty beard, and I was just like ugh.
2: and it was like because i got so
1: sick i couldn't drink for like i I didn't drink for like a month so it's just like it was like a little bit of like an eye opener like i wasn't like a blackout drunk like i would just drink every day and then just like eat pizza and fall asleep like just just dumb like i'll eat whatever i want fuck the world i don't even care so shit like that and then when i stopped drinking because i got sick and then i noticed like the way i looked and the way i felt and what i was doing i was just like i got to do something about this i got to change this i got to start you know and then i got like
2: so you cut the pizza cut the sodas cut the beer
1: yeah for a while yeah. but i still like i still you know drink beer now but it's just like before i didn't realize like the problem that i i had with drinking like where i would like i would drink and then i'd drive and then i would like have a beer in the console and then i was just, like this is normal like no she broke well, my, my heart friends do it. This, yeah. she broke my heart fuck yeah. you it was so justified just, yeah I, I justified it for just because I didn't want to deal with the heartbreak of it. Because it was just like I thought, like maybe I would marry that girl. You know, like something like that. So, and I, how, how old are you? I'm 32. Yeah, so you're you're kind of on
2: that tail end of a different culture, the American culture, where it was pretty f- normal for my age group, the cool kids in the 30s or now 30s, to drink and drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, no. You, you get pulled over, slaps on the wrist. Um, yeah. the, the sheriffs when the sheriffs ran the police departments in this country, mm-hmm. they had a very different attitude than. What you'd call a unified department? Yeah, and there, w- at some point, enough is enough with people dying on the freeways from yeah, drunk yeah. drivers and single moms and children just getting their lives destroyed from yeah. drunk well, see, drivers. See, I
1: never like I was never like just drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah black. Like, out. I'm just yeah, yeah. like I'm yeah. gonna get in my car. Yeah. No, it's like I'd have a few drinks. Yeah, and then I'd have a drink in the car. The with anthem
2: it. of no yeah. effects. The only bad thing about drinking and driving is yeah. spilling your fucking beer. Like, yeah. It was just, it was just, it was just like driving, but yeah, it's yeah. just,
1: it's just how I, you know, that's why I make the joke now about, uh, like the 0.05. Yeah. So I mean, I do, I do a joke now about 0.05 and then how it's going to be harder to spot than 0.08 because I've been driving really good at 0.07 for a long time. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, so it's, just, it's just a, it's yeah. a joke, but it's like also true. Like I, I think I, I b- did do that, but now I'm like. I, I used to drink before shows. I used to do that. And then it wasn't until, like, uh, one of the club manager was like, dude, you need to stop drinking before you get on stage. He's like, you're slurring words. You weren't that funny. And then it all kind of, like, all of that came and hit me at once. And I was like, okay, I got to change this. So I slowly started losing weight. I started watching what I was eating. I started cutting back on drinking. And then I started doing all these things. And then me and that girl broke up, and then we became, like, friends. And then I, I dated a new girl, like, a, a girl moved here from Michigan to be with me. And, like, same thing. Like, I fell so hard for her, so fast, so everything. And I was just like, oh, like, we're going to be together, all this stuff. And then when she moved in, I was like, oh, you kind of suck. And then I was like, ah, well, maybe I'm just being a dick. Like, I need to not push people away. I should love – if I think I love her, I should love her for everything. So that's when I, like, I dove all, like, headfirst in. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And then me and her broke up. And it, like, legit, like – it was the first time in my life that I ever – thought about, like, committing suicide. Like, it was just that pain again that I felt with that last girl that I was, like, I suppressed with booze. And then this was, like, so hard that I was, like, like, one night just, like, crying in my bed, just, like, just tears running down my face. Like, I could just go grab a razor and just, like, slice up my wrists. And then I started crying harder because I go, if I did that, my mom would do it. Or, like, how my sister would feel or how my brother would feel or how my nieces would feel, how my son would feel, how my nephew would feel. And then that made me cry harder, and then that made me not do it. And then... The next day I went to work and then I came home and I bought like a case of beer and I set it down and I was like, and then that's when it like it all clicked from like the stuff that she said when she was like, you're positive, but you're still kind of, you're still kind of like a negative person. You're
2: a liar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, it was like that. And I was just like, okay, so I, I, when I put that case of beer down, I was just like, okay, well, are we going to do this or are we going to, are we going to go down a different road? Are we going to get back to where you were when I've already was like losing weight and I was doing all this stuff. And I was like trying to be the person who i am now and then that's when it all like all of it just like boom hit me and i was just like okay we're not doing this uh we're gonna get into the gym we're gonna start eating right uh i'm gonna start looking at like a positive thing i'm gonna i'm gonna tackle this breakup in a positive way
2: and what you're also the interesting thing about this i don't know if you want to call it a transformation or an evolution or just you growing up (laughs) <laughs> i think
1: it's growing <laughs> up maybe yeah, but right. you,
2: you did this on instagram too and i don't know if you did it on other social medias but like every other photo is like you half nude and losing weight and mm-hmm. lifting weights and it was i remember back then kind of watching it and i was like wow he's really making himself vulnerable yeah that's yeah. kind of yeah. admirable yeah yeah yeah
1: that's what i was doing that's where it started that's that's where i was going
2: buddha when we had him on our show he talked about using instagram as holding himself accountable oh yeah mm -hmm. is that kind of what you're using it to
1: that's what i was doing when i first started losing it and then it like became a thing where i was just like oh well i'm comfortable now with like where my body is so i kind of like i still you know eat rice. i still watch what i'm doing i you know i still try to keep a positive mind and then like the like the beginning of this year has just been so rough for me. So I'd like I was like kind of like going back to that like. Uh, but I'm just like, dude, man, it's the universe. I feel like if anything's going wrong or something's bad or your life sucks, it's like you can contain, you can take control of it and you can flip it around. You can make your fi- yourself feel the way you want to feel. Like you can be pissed off that you stepped in dog shit or somebody dinged your car all day, or you could go, fuck it, I'm gonna go do this now. Like you can you can think about that one thing that would destroy your whole day or you could just see the positive side of it and then just have fun. (laughs) Like just go smile and goof off. It's just like, it took me so long to figure that out. And then once I figured it out and I was becoming like, like I had a different mindset and different approach to comedy. I was taking it more serious. I didn't drink before I got on stage. Like comedy came first. My job came first, like all this other stuff. And then it was just like, and then we can go like hang out and have beers or whatever. So it's like, I have this, Thing. It was where I took comedy where I was like, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to change my life, and then the beginning of 2016, just, like, 28 days into the new year, that video hit, and it changed my life. Like, not overall changed my life. Like, I'm still, like, a working class guy. I still need a day job, but it's just like, but now I have, like, this army oh. behind me.
0: You've got confirmation that you're on the right path.
1: Yeah. So that's what it, it's like. It's like a lot of people say like some people get big breaks and then they're gone. Some people get a lot of little breaks until big break and then. So I feel like this is like a from somewhere. Like I always say like my dad follows me around. He watches over me. Like I feel like this was like a reward for maybe my dad. Something I did. The universe came together. And it or was maybe just that like, you're nope, just keep funny. doing it. Or maybe that you're just funny. Yeah, And you were vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And, I re- and I really was. Like I feel like you grow... You grow through hard times and, you know, being vulnerable. So, I don't know. It's like I've, I've, I've always said this for a long time. Like,
2: And we don't really talk to comics in town so much because I have a lot of them on Utah Podcast Network. But yeah. I've always said this for years. Jacob's hilarious. Yeah. I love watching him over a lot of people that have grown yeah. up and been part of this town because you had that really – oh shucks type comedy and and i just found it funny yeah and and it hit hard but it was funny and relatable and it wasn't angry guys yelling at you and dictating humor toward you
1: yeah right that's that's where i started yeah because that's you did yeah that's what they say like when you want to get into comedy you start like where you go okay well maybe they'll laugh at this or maybe this is this or maybe this will do this or maybe if i do it this way or maybe i'm like a guy that yells but then once i realized like what i was doing and then i was just like Just be yourself. Like, if people are going to love you, they're going to love you for who you are. So I just, like, started going down that path. I started opening up, and I started just, like, really talking about my life and just the way I thought. You know, like, I think I always just thought that if I said something or I shared an opinion, like, somebody was always going to say I'm stupid or, like, you know, like, if you talk in a group of comics and then you're like, well, hey, like, you try to make a comparison, and they're like, really? You're going to, like, you're going to, like you and that guy, like, you guys are on completely different levels. I'm like, it's a fucking example, you <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Like, that's all I was trying to do. And they're like, well, you guys are on two different – I'm like, whatever, dude. Like So it's just – it got to a point where I just started sitting back and just watching other comics. So, like, I would go to shows. I'd watch comics. When comics would talk, I'd just sit back, kind of hang out, maybe throw – maybe try to crack a joke. Other than that, it's just like I focused on myself. I didn't care what anybody else was doing. I cared what I'm doing. I don't care what any other comic is doing. Like if they're successful and they're having fun doing what they're doing, that's awesome. When I see you if we catch up, like how's this? How's that? blah blah blah. Cool. That's awesome. That's great. But like I'm not going to get mad over somebody getting success. No, you can't.
2: You can't. Like at,
1: like at all. Like 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 if somebody got like huge success, I'd be like, "Damn it. Like I wish that was me." But all that's going to do in my mind now is going to make me work harder to get there too. That's all it is. That's just the way I look at things now. It's not a competition. A lot of comics think it's a competition, but it's just like sometimes comics are on two different levels. You know, like if you if you started two years ago, you're in a different level than where I'm at. And then where I'm at and then, you know, like, say, like Marcus, Mm. you know, like me and him are in two different levels. Like I'm nowhere near like I can't do what he does. You know what I mean? So it's just like I, I just stopped comparing myself to other comics and I started to focus on what I was doing. And then I stopped complaining about like, well, how come he gets that? Well, how come they get that? Well, how come, how come they get to do a show there? I just stopped doing it. I just stopped comparing it. And Pete yeah, Holmes...
2: Maybe because those guys don't do it, you know?
1: Maybe they don't. I don't know. I'm not saying that they yeah. do. I'm not saying that they do at all. But I'm right. just saying, like, I've heard comics compare themselves or, the, like, oh, bitch... I, I,
2: I've seen... Trust me, I've and seen, go, seen like, this Well, how come a lot? they yeah. get that shit? It's yeah. just, like, they, they fucking earned it. Yeah. Like Relationships.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, there's stuff that I can't do, you know? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really good at networking, I say. Like, I don't know... You know, like, I don't reach out to comics. I don't know how to, you know, like, you know, I got buddies that are, like, traveling comedians. And, like, I still can't reach out to them and be like, hey, can you take me on the road with you? Like, you know, it's just, like, I feel like it comes when it comes. Like, I don't know, like, if somebody, like, Jeff Dye. Like, I'm, I've been friends with him for a really long time. He's a great dude. And I've learned a lot from him because he is, like, the same way. He's positive. He's living life, and he loves it. And, like, when I started hanging out with him, and I every time I'd go to Los Angeles, I would stay with him. And slowly he kind of rubbed off on me. So I think that's where a lot of it like kind of helped through my path. And I was just like, okay, like there's another way to look at life. There's another way. So like every time I'd go to Los Angeles, I'd just be like, Ugh. and then I'd hang out with that dude for a week and I'd come back and I'd be like, what's up, guys? Like, oh my God, no, love, let's love everybody. And then I'd fall back into just, you know, being mad or whatever. But then I realized just like when I was going through all this change, I was like, no, like that, that really is like, the way to do it for me. Like, it helps me. Like, I'm not saying everybody can do it or want to do it or want to be that kind of person, but it helps me. And it's helped me do something with my career to, to make the next step to hopefully doing what, you know, like these guys do. And like, there's a, there's been tons of times. Like I've wanted to ask Jeff, like, Hey man, can I like be your opener on the road? But it's like, I think it's just like, it comes when it comes. Like, it's like, if he thinks you're funny enough or like that person thinks you're funny enough, or he Want you to come with you? Then they'll ask. It's See,
2: like, I, I've I've kind of learned because I'm in the same business you are mm-hmm. in terms of being a freelancer. Yeah. At the end of the day, your job and my job is essentially the same because we're booking our we're independent contractors mm-hmm. booking ourselves with companies. Yeah. And I always, for a long time, I was like, "Well, I'm just going to work harder than everybody on the set, and I'll get booked." And guess what? That happened. Yeah. I started getting in demand booking all the time. But then I started noticing, oh, well, how come I'm not getting invited to the Final Four or to the Major League All-Star Games? Mm-hmm. Because they, they've got to know who I am. They hire me for different gigs. But they might not know that that's where I want to take my career next. Yeah. So guess what? I started calling people. Hey, can I get booked on the Rose Bowl? Yeah, but here's our parameters. Well, that doesn't work out for me, but thanks for letting me call and booking me even though I backed out on it. Yeah. and so I think that you might be at that point now where it's okay for you to reach out because you aren't on that national scene yet and you might have to ask to get to that place yeah you know but and there's no shame in that no
1: there's no shame in and, it and I, and I kind of have like a, a plan of attack for my next step and and I, and I know what I want to do and I think this is the step that I I'm gonna shoot for this year is because like to bring up Jeff again uh, yeah. I opened for him at the beginning of this year. And it was around the same time that that first video last year went viral. So I was like, the universe is giving me another gift. Like, this is awesome. So, like, I opened for Jeff. It was a Thursday night, and it was, like, we were doing, like, clean set. So, like, I just, I went up and just, like, I did my set. I had fun. It was great. And then when I walked off stage, he was like, hey, come talk to me. And I was like, what? Like He never says this. What's happening? So, like, we go walk around the corner, and he goes, dude, he's like, that set was amazing. It's like He's like, dude, that was so good. He's like, you could do that on Conan. I was like, what? He's like, you could do that on Conan. He's like, that's a late night set that you just did. He's like, if you recorded that and you sent that in, he's like, dude, I'll give you the email address. I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, when you get a video, man, let me know. And did you do it? Well, I haven't got a video yet. Dude, there's... No, I there's have There's
2: people a, you can call that you know that are I in know, your I know, I have, have a, it.
1: I ha, But see, this is the thing why I stopped asking other comics to do it, because, or other comics or anybody who had a video, because every single time it's always gotten screwed up. I just did air quotes on a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like it's always gotten screwed up. Like, either somebody shakes the camera, a comic walks in front and goes, blah, 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 You're trying to do something with your career? <laughs> I'm gonna ruin it. Like, that shit pisses me off. Like, if I'm recording my set and you come up and yeah, you Yeah, Don't you like to have fun with this?
2: Yeah. Green, green I like, screen it. Yeah,
1: I like to have fun green with it. Green screen it from Paris,
2: <laughs> yeah. from Abu Dhabi. Come well, on. I'm just
1: saying, when people walk in front of the camera yeah. and that you just see it that. It looks face, amateur
2: kind of thing. Yeah, but no. it's like, it's all from Comedy to, Club. Like, yeah.
1: No, uh, no, no. Yeah, I'm, but he's no, trying to no, – I know exactly what you're saying. No, not walking by to go pee. You I'm mean sabotage. Sabotaging oh. the video.
2: That's what I'm talking about. You need about. security.
1: Yeah, that shit bugs <laughs> the shit out of me.
2: All right, like, well, let's do this. It it we'll film it. You and I will film this.
1: Yeah, kay? so what? this is like my plan of attack was like – so I, I still work a day job, so I'm starting a new day job like tomorrow actually. So it's like once I get back in the flow of everything and then I start – Getting like back like I'm on my feet, like yeah. I'm fine. But I'm just like once I get back in the flow of like, okay, I'm working, I'm doing comedy, I'm writing, I'm out and about, I'm not sitting at home. Um So in August, let's I'm film gonna, this. I'm gonna, Straight s- up. I'm gonna sell everything around my house that I don't use. And I, I was gonna drop money on like a really good camera and like a boom.
2: Yeah. Uh, just just, no. In August just to be able to go, in August we'll do this. Well
1: just to go like but see it's like it's like the same reason why like why bands fall apart. Like, oh, Johnny can't make it because his girlfriend's pissed off. He can't, and So the band falls apart. So I go, well, if I have my own camera, I have my own equipment, I can set it up. I can do it. It's all on me. So my career is riding on me. I can't have somebody else be like, well, hey, I, I got this set in Ogden. Can you come up to Ogden? I'm leaving this time. You're going to have to drive yourself. And it's like, oh, well, I can't make it. I got this other thing. I can't do that. So I got to the point where it's like I can't it rely on something else. Sounds real negative, sir. That's not negative.
2: <laughs> no, he no, just, just. I get it. Attack. <laughs> like I it just. don't want to depend on other people. So, I
1: don't want to depend on other people, and I know, like, if I set up the camera or I do that, like, I know I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to receive it. You know, it's like I have a.
2: But it's not going to be at a professional <laughs> broadcast <laughs> level. It's going to be at a guy that doesn't.
1: Well, mine you know, doesn't, doesn't broadcast. Like, mine doesn't need to be like a hundred percent professional because I've seen a lot of the stuff that like people like submission tapes and it's just the same thing it's a camera at the back of the room a guy on stage the audio is good because that's the number one thing and the picture could be horrible as long as they can hear you they don't care they're gonna listen to like the first three minutes of it if you're getting a good enough response they're not okay. gonna listen
2: to three minutes
1: well i'm just i was yeah. buffering it 40 seconds yeah, better? maybe
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe
1: like a minute I, or I think two they
0: wait for the first laugh and like all yeah. right let's go <laughs> yeah
1: but you know so it's like i have like other videos like the videos that i have on youtube are just like one of them's like all shaky and it's just dumb and i'm like i need to delete that
0: well, what do you think about recording a special i know a lot of comedians have started recording specials like especially down in a provo at that new club what do you think about that
1: uh i don't that's not for me i don't think that's for me at all i i i, I don't think i'm ready i don't think where
2: are they releasing these uh,
0: through vid angel yeah yeah
1: a lot of comics comments- Christian piper's recording one recently I they think he just enjoy. did it, actually. Yeah. He did it when he was in town for the festival. hmm
2: So, my then They're getting paid for this, or are they paying for it?
1: I think, I, they're, I think they might be getting paid for it. Or if not, then they're getting, like, a really good, like, video of them doing stand-up.
2: That's cool. No, buying... People buying content. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So, that, yeah,
1: that's... There's so, a lot of people that have done it. But that that's, like, you know, Provo, Super Clean. Do clean, you have clean, a website? Clean.
2: Or are you just I'm using worki- Facebook? I'm
1: working on a website right now. I have uh,
2: you a. You have a YouTube page. I have Dylan
1: Mazziotti helping me out with that.
2: Oh, good luck with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, nice, he's nice enough to help me out with it. I don't know. I've uh, never had it.
2: Dylan's the webmaster of Utah Podcast Network.
1: Well, so. I'm I'm trying to get that going because I have like shirts that I've I've uh, sold at shows that people really like yeah. about one of the videos I've made. So like I, I I have a plan, but it's it's relying on other people to like help me because like Dylan's doing this out of like the kindness of his heart. Like. Sure. I, I'm not paying him anything yeah. unless when he's done, he's like surprise, here's the check. i to be like, uh, you're gonna have to wait about you know a year for that. I, don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I owe you. Yeah, yeah, so it's like I, you know, I'm I know what I'm doing. I think I know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm doing something. I'm trying to find just a bigger, like plan of going. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. This is what I'm doing. I'm putting in the work. These are the steps that I want to take. These are the goals I want to make show up and do it
0: so so if you do become an la comic like are you what what club are you shooting for are you shooting for the comedy store laugh factory the improv i was gonna shoot for all yeah
1: yeah i was gonna there's like clubs mostly like yeah. i don't if i go to los angeles i don't want to do like hey welcome to burger ben's bar corner <laughs> <laughs> <comedy."> <laughs> like i don't want to do that shit like i want to work a club like i that's what i am right now i'm a yeah. club comic i work clubs i don't do bars because it's just like it's like forced comedy i feel like yeah and like people are just like oh it's comedy and they're like "Ah, oh, i thought it was karaoke i don't know to see this some <laughs> asshole i don't know see yeah, know? like
0: to me being an la comics has got to be one of the hardest things yeah like, and, I, and i'm scared of it yeah like,
1: like i'm scared of moving i'm scared of living there i'm scared of like
0: just falling know? through the cracks just, and just all of it. it yeah yeah like so that's like, my biggest fear about it too yeah yeah
1: but i'm not scared to go and now it's like Like, the job I have lined up, I could transfer it to Los Angeles. Okay. So, it's like everything that I'm doing has a purpose. Definitely. Since last year and everything that's happened, I've looked at this, like, with a fine tooth comb of, like, this is what I can do. Like, you know, the other stuff, like, the Conan thing kind of just came out of left field. So, that was, like, a new, like, oh, well, well, he says I can do it. He just did Fallon. Yeah, right. You know, so I'm going to listen to him. So, let's see what I got. Let's see what I can do. I got, you know. I got something going, and I don't want to ruin it. And the main reason is just like I love doing it, and I love seeing the impact I have on people. Like it's just, it's the coolest thing. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like I wish like my family could see. Like my family, like my like I'm friends with like my brother in law on Facebook, so he sees like c- like some of it. But it's just like like if my if I was out with my mom at like a concert, and my mom saw like. Fifty people come up to me. She would like. She's already proud of me, but she would be like, "Oh my god, so I'm Have you taken her? Huh? Have you taken her? My mom lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So no. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> it's a, it's an expensive concert. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She lives in Hawaii. She's lived there for a few years now. I haven't I'm seen sure her. I'm
2: sure over time she will be able to have that moment with you. So uh, oh, she
1: sees it online sometimes, and she'll s- share my stuff. But I don't know. It's just like it would just be cool to see my mom see the impact that i'm making like her son is making on the world or utah i guess i can't say the world but you know or like to be able to like get somewhere in this career or be like on a premiere of a movie and then like my mom's my date and we're walking down the red carpet like that that would be for me would be like the coolest thing to see her go oh my god my son did this
2: jay whitaker shit
1: is that what Jay said? Yeah,
2: no, War is 2045 is coming out. Oh, yeah, he's got a movie a coming out. A couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, I don't it's know.
2: It's a big thing. It's a big movie.
1: I didn't even know he did it. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, no, not he hasn't talked about it. Yeah. it uh, they did a premiere yesterday, I think. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yeah. April 1st. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you, man. I love this change in you. Yeah. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing, not just for you, but for the world and comedy. And yeah. Keep at it, man.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, Jay's in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: right wait for
2: you.
1: I think
0: that I it. See, that's
2: where you go on instagram yeah. and be like congratulations jay you're the man
1: oh no they can hear her man and if yeah. i see him i'll <laughs> tell him because yeah. that's awesome that's yeah. legit like i'm proud of him yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool shit
0: So, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, Facebook is uh, Facebook backslash Comedian Jacob Lee, and it's L-E-I-G-H, and then Jacob's just J-A-C-O-B. And then my Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat is all at at Jacob Lee, but it's J-A-K-O-B-L-E-I-G-H.
0: Awesome, and then uh, uh, your next show is coming up uh, this Friday, April. This Friday,
1: April seventh. It's going to be at the downtown Wise Guys at the Gateway Mall. Two shows. Uh, first show, I believe, is at seven. Second show is at nine thirty. You can get your tickets online at wiseguyscomedy.com. Uh, wiseguyscomedy.com.
0: Awesome. Now I know a lot of people ask this question. What, what, what's the best show to go to? Have you ever you ever Le- have people say yeah, that? Yeah,
1: I get it, I get it a lot. But a lot of people, for some reason, like uh, it's been like the first show. Like they're more excited to be there. Yeah. Like that's what that show is. But lately, like this last weekend I just did uh I just did uh four shows at the same club that I'm performing at this Friday. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm back. But uh <laughs> but like every show was great. So I think it's just like it's just the people that the attitude they bring into yeah. the club, you know, like and people show up and they're like, impress me.
0: Uh, so on the second Jester. show <laughs> on the second show, do you have more time to like hang out with people afterwards and like take yeah, photos, the, the, stuff like the, that?
1: The, the first show, it's it's kind of like, well, I have time f- in between both shows, but it's like I don't have I'd have more time after because there's not another a third show.
0: Okay, well, so there you have it. Yeah. yeah,
1: so it's up to you. like if you just want to like stop and say hi, I'm not selling I don't think I'm selling any shirts or anything, so I'll just be there to say hi to take a picture if you want. Mm-hmm. So it'll it'll probably go faster than if I was selling merchandise.
0: Definitely.
1: So, just come to either show that you want I got some I got some pretty good pre-sold tickets so hopefully we get a good crowd there Nice yeah it'll be fun. Well, well
0: man dude I'm happy to have you on Yeah like, I'm glad to
1: be on this is great yeah. I didn't know you guys could open me up like a therapist
0: <laughs> 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 I see trees of green white the bright blessed days the dark sacred night and i think to myself